At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the Saturday Strong Edition of the Hank Haney Podcast. Steve Johnson, Minnesota Tim. He's doing some, uh, he's doing a little home workout right now. Pumping up with a, oh man, he's pumping up with a heavy, heavy weights. But uh, it's good to be with you this morning or this evening, whenever you elect to listen to this podcast. Uh, episode number 53 this morning and this afternoon, this evening, whatever it is. And uh, it's a great week in PGA Tour golf, don't you think, Tim? Yeah, it is a great week in PGA Tour golf. And Steve, so the reason why I started the podcast lifting weights is because I wanted to make a confession. I wanted to confess that I am going against my own individual theory, which still might prove to be correct, but I'm going against my theory that says if you lift weights, you're going to get fat. My arms are getting big. My arms are getting huge. People, Haley specifically, we're at Bible study on Tuesday, and she's like, Tim, I got a little distracted during Bible study because your arms, I just couldn't look away. So hopefully I don't get fat in the process of working out. No, you won't You won't get fat. You're going to get the big guns, though, and uh, you're lean. So the thing is, Tim, when you're lean, that, that lean muscle shows a lot more. So that, yeah. that's awesome. That's awesome. Feels pretty Way good. to go. Feels pretty good. Was that a New Year's resolution of yours? It was not a New Year's resolution. It was a New Year's resolution in years past, like five years ago. And now the fulfillment of the resolution is finally coming true five years later. So that's pretty cool. Okay, that's good. That's good. But anyway, we talked. you asked me about the golf this week. I just wanted to explain why I led the show the way I did. Yeah, the American Express, not many people are playing in this event. John Rahm, the world number two in the world, he had a WD, 
which actually allowed for round one leader Brandon Hagee, number 398 in the world golf rankings. I'm sure you know all about him, Steve. Um, it allowed him into the event, and he's in first place after the first round. Um, my big guarantee this week, though, Brooks Kepka. I don't know if you heard this or not yet, but I guarantee that your man, Brooks Kepka, will miss the cut. Okay. Well, we still have one more round. We're coming to you. Uh, we're taping this morning on Friday morning, well before the guys are teeing off at the American Express Challenge. Is it American Express Tournament, Challenge, Championship, whatever it is, uh, they're still they're a long way away from teeing off. And uh, he tees off at 1030. Brooks Kepko with Cameron Champ and Paul Casey. It's a good group. I mean, Brooks Kepko is a guy that just likes to speak to his caddy, Ricky Elliott. Um, he's not a, a, you know, he's not the type of guy that's walking down the fairway and uh, shooting the breeze with a guy like Cameron Champ or Paul Casey. Although Paul Casey likes to talk, uh, perhaps talks a little bit too much at times for guys. Uh, Cameron Champ is a quiet, quiet guy. And uh, I think it's going to be a good group for him. They do play the stadium course today. Now, let's, let's outline this for the listeners. Typically, the whether it's the Bob Hope, the Clinton Foundation, Career Builders, this year it's the American Express. This is a tournament that had, typically has a very large field. They usually play three golf courses. They'll play a stadium course at PGA West. They'll play either the, the typically the Nicholas tournament course. And then they'll play La Quinta Country Club, which is, uh, that's a course where everyone can go low. Well, they're not playing La Quinta Country Club this year. It's not a pro-am this year. They will cut after two rounds. Uh, it's still a pretty big field. They're all teeing off early in the, mo- well, in the morning. Uh, the later tee times are even, uh, I mean, gosh, like Brooks, Brooks Kepka is considered an afternoon time. He's 1030. So they'll finish early. This is the type of tournament where, a lot of the young guys, a lot of the rookies get to play because the, the field is so large. And with that in mind, Arnold Palmer, when he was alive, he had a, a restaurant in Palm Desert. He would invite all the rookies to his restaurant and have kind of a welcome to the PGA Tour. I mean, and that's that is sorely missed. I, I would mm. I would imagine. Uh, really, you know, uh, these PGA Tour rookies, although the rookies these days. They, they never saw Arnold Palmer play. Did you know any PGA Tour rookies that attended that dinner with Arnold Palmer? Yes. Uh, Scott Pinckney in 2015, uh, he, he said it was a great thing. I mean, Arnold was, uh, had fallen and hurt his shoulder, so it was hard for him to get around. But he did get to the restaurant and say hi to everybody. Um, big thrill for Scott Pinckney and a lot of the rookies there. Uh, that was the last year, I think, that Arnold Palmer did that that rookie dinner, which is, hmm. I mean, that, that is a neat deal. I mean, it is a brotherhood. These guys have, have paid, they've paid a price to get there. They are the top of the top. And for a lot of them, they think, okay, this is the start of a long, long career. And as we've talked about, uh, every five years, the PGA Tour turns over 50%. But I wanted, I wanted to talk a little bit about a story that I had about, uh, it, when you're working with a player as a teacher, and I've been a teacher with Hank Haney for 33 years, you live and die on every shot. And uh, this was the, at the birth of the wraparound season. So 
Scott Pinckney was a rookie and he got to play his first tournament was the Safeway Open up in Napa. And he got to play, uh, made his first cut at Napa. And so by the time he got to the career builders, he had played a few tournaments, but now all the big boys are starting to show up. Well, we've got, we've got 11 out of the top 50 in the world in this tournament. We got uh, Patrick Cantley is number 10 and well, big, Patrick the Reed, big guy showed 11. up in the Century Tournament of Champions, Steve. What are you talking about? Yeah, but but Tim, but listen to what I'm saying. This is when you black out a little bit, Tim. <laughs> what I'm saying, Scott Pinkney would have never played in the Tournament of Champions because he's a rookie. Okay. So these rookies, I mean, early in the season, come February when they play in the uh, the Farmers Insurance Open and they get to see Tiger for the first time. Uh, this year, that's not going to happen, but. This is a big deal for them. So I'm going to make a real short story out of this, this long story. Uh, Scott Pinckney, uh, it was a pro-am back when he played it in 2015. So he's getting ready for his first round. And so I'm standing out there on the driving range with him. He's getting ready. He's a little nervous. And a guy walks out under the ropes and walks onto the, to the practice range and comes up and hugs Scott. And I thought, who the heck is this? Well, it happens to be his father. Oh, wow. So his father starts talking about all the swag he's gotten from the trailers. And, and I said, whoa, whoa, guys, time out. I said, uh, let's, let's talk about this later. Let's get ready for the first round of this tournament, and uh, we'll talk about it later. And after that first round, I said, hey, Scott, so you got to talk to your father. Michael Jordan's dad doesn't walk out onto the court and start talking in the warm-ups, doesn't start talking about uh, a new deal that he's got or all that. I mean, I said, we got we to separate yourselves. It's, that's the temptation of the PGA Tour. You're so close to the play, and it's pretty loose at this tournament because you've got so many venues, typically three. And I said, let's tell you, tell you, you need to talk to your father. You can't be coming out when you're preparing to play against guys that have a lot more experience and a lot more history at this course than you do. So he, he understood that. Why hasn't Scott Pinckney won on the PGA Tour, Steve? Well, he's off the PGA Tour now. He hurt his back. He's got to work mm. his way back there. He did have a great rookie year, but let me finish here. So Scott Pinckney, we're playing the three courses. He plays well at La Quinta Country Club. Uh, he's in the third, like third or fourth. He's in the second to the last group on Sunday. And so on Sunday, I go into a church meeting. And when I get out of that church meeting, Scott has six holes left to play, and he's leading the tournament. He's winning this tournament. He's really? in the lead. When is yes. this, 2015? 2015. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. He had an absolute win. You think, as a coach, you think, oh, my gosh, this guy's going to win. This guy's the type of player, although I hadn't seen it up to this point, that when he gets an opportunity to win, he elevates his game. and. If somebody beats them, it's because they play so much. You know, they just have an unreal chip in or make birdies coming in and all that. Well, he goes to, with six holes left, the cameras start coming over to him and he gets, sh mm. he gets shaken up and uh, he finishes absolutely pitifully. And he had six iron for his second shot on 18, which is a par five, and he makes bogey on the hole. He knocks it in the water. And uh, it's, it's, it, was, it was encouraging that, that this guy had the game to be up there, but it was discouraging the fact that, oh, this guy needs to, he needs to learn how to, to center his focus a little bit better, to have a much better routine. He's a rookie. We're thinking he's got a long way to go. 
in terms of his career uh, length, his, his, his longevity on the tour. He's going to be out there a long time. It was very encouraging. He came in tied for 20th with that poor finish, but uh, it was a, I tell you what, it was a phenomenal feeling to think, oh my God, this guy, he's going to, this guy's going to win. And he's just barely getting his feet wet on the PGA tour. He also finished second later in that later that year in the AT&T Byron Nelson. Right. Uh, so he had a pretty good 2015. Yeah. So Steve, you were, you were Scott Pinckney's coach. Yes. Yes. Okay. I got some questions for you that I want to get into after the break. I want to talk about the coach-player relationship on the PGA Tour. I want to talk about maybe some fears you had being a PGA Tour player coach. I want to talk about the exchanges before tournaments between coach and player. So I want to get into all that and some more next on the Hank Katie Podcast. But first, go to HaneyUniversity.com right now for a free two-week supply of for a free two-week supply go to haneyuniversity.com right now for free daily golf tips it's not just a free two-week supply this is a free golf instruction supply for life hank has great instructional golf tips last week he had instructional videos coming out about leg putting and he also had instructional videos coming out about thin shots and no one hits thin shots like me minnesota tim Parashka. thin shots are the worst part of my golf game so go to HaneyUniversity.com to get free daily golf tips, improve your golf game, and get better. We'll be right back on the Hank Haney Podcast with Coach Player Relations on the PGA Tour. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Okay, welcome back to the Hank Haney Podcast, Saturday Strong Edition, number 53. I have no numbers, no number 53 that I'm going to dedicate this show Some to. Some linemen in the NFL, I don't know. Yeah, yeah what the heck? It is playoffs this week, though. Playoffs? Yeah, we've got uh, we've got uh, two big games this weekend in the NFL. Yeah, what do you think? You you're, you got the well, you don't really have the light bulb behind it. You don't have the ore coming out of the sky. 
We got Patriots and Bills, and we have Packers versus the Buccaneers. So Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. That's going to be a great matchup. They haven't played yet ever against each other in the playoffs in the NFL. Uh, Earlier in the year, I think it was week six, the Buccaneers destroyed the Packers, beat it by 30. It was like 40 to 10. Um, is, this up in six. is this up in Lambo? This is in Lambo. Oh, man. Okay. No, well, they do. They did have fans last week. There was a couple thousand. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to be cold up there. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a little preview of what I think we're going to see in the Super Bowl. Mahoma huh. and Brady. Really? Upset. Happen. Wow. Yeah. 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 But it, it, uh, the Packers are really up and down. You know, I mean, they, uh, they really are. You have no idea what you're talking about. They are. They're up and down. <laughs> they are. They're like 13 to 3. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers does not look. He's he looks very frustrated. He looks very frustrated all the time with his team. He's going to win MVP this year. What's that mean? You got, you got, you got 10 other players on that offensive line, though. Yeah, I mean, offensive team. I mean, I just, I, I just, I'm feeling it. So I'm just going to share that with the listener. Okay, let's see okay. what the guarantee. Yeah, is that a guarantee? I, I'm not into the guarantees. I'm just into the predictions. Into the field. No, dude, you're, you're the into fields. the guarantees. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, hey, I'm going to be three and one once Brooks Kepka misses the cut. Okay. All right. Let's get into the uh, topic that we tease. So, um, I, I want to talk about. I want to talk to Hank about this topic as well uh, during his time with Tiger Woods compared to his time with Marco Mira. But we, we, we have to talk about player-coaches relationships. We talk about, obviously, coaches teaching players and giving them instructional tips. But how are those instructional tips delivered? I feel like that's never a, I feel like that's never a deep dive in any conversation between coach and player. For example, when I think about instructional tips delivered to average golfers like myself, I think about, okay... Aim right, close club face, so you stop slicing. How do you hit a draw? How do you hit a fade? And it's the most basic of information. But when you give instructional tips to PGA Tour players, these are the best players in the world. These are the best guys in the world, and they've been doing it since they've been young. At least most of them have. So what is that like? What? How do you share a tip? What kind of instructional tips do you share? Do, do you just say, hey, bend your right elbow? Do you say, hey, do this with your arm? Because they know how to hit fades. They know the basic instructional tips. What, how does that go, Steve? Well, I mean, it's a process, Tim. Any teacher is observing a student's game before they say anything, especially the best teachers. They're not just saying, hey, this is the right way to do it, and you've got to change uh, your setup. You've got to change your grip. You've got to change your clubs. They observe what the big miss is. And this is what Hank talks about all the time is how am I going to make an impact in this player's game right now where he can continue to play rather than saying, hey, you know, what? we're going to rebuild everything. We're going to build from the ground up. We're going to build a great foundation. Fixing the big miss is a way that, that players can continue to play and, and, uh, and see improvement right away. So you're building some trust. You, you observe. You've got to sell your ideas. The player needs to buy into those ideas. That's how you build your relationship. Okay, so So real quick, real quick. What do you do to build that trust? We're starting from the ground up in this. What what kind of methods do you use to build that trust? Well, you explain different things and you observe things that they've observed. 
you it, the great teachers can tell a player about his game and not even see his game based on the way that he approaches a shot, his swing shape. Um, that's how you build some trust in the player. Now, the players, some of the players think, hey, you know what? I know a little bit about it and I'm going to debate you on this or that or, or this point. But some of the players have absolute, they just want to know, okay, what do you need to know? They trust you. They come in trusting you right away, thinking, hey, you know what? Uh, you know, this guy can get me to the next level. And I'm going to believe him. I'm going to see if it works. Uh, J- Jordan Spieth's next teacher is going to have, he's going to have a challenge of building some trust in Jordan because Jordan has some baggage. He has a direction he's been going. He's been successful in it, it, a certain direction. And reversing that direction is going to, is going to take a lot of trust from Jordan Spieth because you know what? He doesn't want to get worse. He needs to get better. Tiger Woods was the same way when uh, very very much surprised me when he left when he and Hank broke up and Hank said hey you need to go a different direction I'm I'm uh, I'm going a different direction when Tiger Woods went to Sean Foley uh, Sean Foley had some observations and changed some things right away that Tiger bought into now ultimately they didn't work ultimately they. They created uh, more orthopedic problems than they did victories. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's, it, as far as I'm concerned, when you look at teachers' influence on on students and on players, Sean Foley's influence, although he's had some great influence on, on some players, uh, U.S. Open champ at Marion, uh, gosh, his name escapes me right now, uh, Justin Rose, just. He, he had a tremendous influence on Justin Rose. I think he helped his game a lot. But when you look at his influence on Tiger Woods, I think he's, he's the guy, when we look back, he's going to be the guy that we say, hey, destroyed what Tiger Woods had. Okay, so Steve, you talked about the player-coach developing trust, developing that relationship, starting from the ground up. You also mentioned that Jordan Spieth's quote-unquote new coach. You mentioned that while you were talking. Oh, really? Well, you know, it's just rumors. It's just rumors that he's, uh, that Butch has watched him. I don't know how many times Butch has watched him. Uh, it's a tough decision that Jordan Speed had to make because when you keep going along a certain path, some, we're all blind to certain mistakes. We're blind to certain causes and effects. Uh, that's why a lot of the great coaches will seek advice from other coaches. Hey, what do you see? What do you, what do you think? Uh, even if the same coach is, is de- delivering this, the message. He's getting, he's getting, you know, he's getting some input. I don't know if that's the case with Cameron McCormick. Um, I'd like to think so. But, you know, I mean, we look at some, uh, when I wrote down some player-coach relationships, uh, Colin Swatton, who is really like a, a Big older brother. brother. Father, yeah, older father-like brother. Yeah, figure exactly. too. Yeah, right. one of them. Uh, helped Jason Day get to the top of, uh, you know, number one in the world for a short period of time. I mean, he's gone. A guy that not only helped him and carried his bag and helped him on the golf course, but helped him in life as well. That that surprises me. Uh, Ricky Fowler uh, and Butch Harmon. Uh, Ricky Fowler's not playing too well. Is it be be interesting to see how he's doing this week? Uh, and if he even makes a weekend? No, he's not going to make the weekend. The last I saw, he was like two over par. Let's see. Ricky Fowler tied for 120th at plus one. 
Brooks Kepka, he's 103rd. He's even par. The two biggest names in the tournament are going to miss the cut in the American Express, and that's just sick. But um, so, okay. The uh, next question, what, what's that? Go ahead. No, no, I just, I just don't think so. I'm going to do a little research while you're asking your next question. Because, okay. Uh, Brooks did play the Nicholas tournament course. Uh, PGA West, depending on the weather and the wind, uh, it can be gotten uh, back in the day. It used to be considered a very, very difficult course, but nowadays these guys like, you know, see, Wu Kim shot 66 on it yesterday. So, see, so, okay. We'll all right. Well, let's take a break. Let's take a break. The next question that I want to ask Steve is what's your, what, what's the biggest fear as a PGA tour coach? That's the question I want to ask next on the Hey Kenny podcast. Now you can go to voodoopainleaf.com right now for your free two-week supply that I mentioned earlier. The product is patented. The product is patented. The product is remarkable. It will help your aches. It will help your pains. It's going to help you. It has helped thousands and thousands of people. And right now it is a free two-week supply on voodoopainleaf.com. So go there now, get healthier, feel better, play better, walk around without pain, voodoopainleaf.com. We'll be right back on the Hank Kenny Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome back to the Hank Haney Saturday Strong Podcast, episode 53, Minnesota Tim Parajka up there in the great state of Minnesota, and uh, Steve Johnson coming to you live. Hey, <laughs> Tim's doing a little bit more uh, arm work as we talk, and uh, I'm just doing a little research, but I'm coming to you live from Richardson, Texas. The Richardson? Site. Yes, it's the site of the, the Golf Ranch, our new headquarters, and uh, we're I'm here early in the morning, getting ready to uh, have a great day here at the, the golf ranch. Uh, a little bit cold today, 
expecting a little bit of rain, but we'll uh, still people come out and want to hit and take lessons, which is great. All right. So, Steve, your biggest fear as a PGA Tour coach, you're coaching some of the best players in the world. Could one of these fears be that they're going to leave you, that other coaches are talking to them, that other coaches are whispering things into their ear, that they're not going to listen? What's the biggest fear? What's the thing causing the most anxiety as a PGA Tour coach? Well, I mean, that shouldn't be a fear because you know that other coaches are talking to them. You know that really they are. are. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just when you go to a tour event and you're out of town, and so guys get together at night, like players will have uh, buddies that they typically have dinner with, and you'll be invited to that dinner. When uh, I helped Sung Hoon Kang, I would go out to dinner with all the Korean young players, and KJ Choi would be there, some teachers would be there. So you obviously you talk about, hey, what direction are you going? What are you doing? What are you working on? Why are you doing this and that? And so, yeah, I mean, that's just part of the deal. If you're worried about that as a coach, then uh, you're, you're not long for the PGA Tour because that happens all the time. Even news reporters will ask players at the press conferences, hey, what, what are you working on? What are you doing? You got a new coach. Uh, we see you doing this and that. I mean, Tiger gets asked at every, every press conference about something that he's working on. But uh, what I've always found, and it was, it was very helpful to me to see Hank teach Tiger over those six years. Hank said, if I, if he always had a chance to, to help a top player, that he would just focus on that. And that's basic. That, that is the best way to go. Because the reason being, Tim, it's the best way to go because it, it gives you an opportunity to build a relationship, to really get into their heads and affect the way not only they play and their technique, but the way they think. And you can't spread yourself so thin. And a lot of PGA Tour coaches do that. They're out there caddying for a guy one day, and then they're running to the range and they're helping three or four guys. And that doesn't typically last too long because players want attention. So I'm going to give you an example that when a player calls you, if you don't answer that phone the first time, and if you're not available to help them right when they want it, the, the stigma is, oh, you're always busy. Oh, you're too busy for me. <laughs> They're used to 100% attention on demand. Always. So I like the technique. That, and this is a technique that I've taken. Hey, if I was going to help someone on the PGA Tour, get to the PGA Tour or be on the PGA Tour, I would focus on just a few players. Uh, actually, two players is probably the max you can give you can give time to because even two players, you've got your juggling tee times and you're juggling when they want to practice. And um, it's, it's difficult. I, I coaches that help more than the two players on a PGA tour are, are not really doing all they can do for every one of those players. Because sure. it takes time. You got to be with them. You got to, you got to see the situations. You talk through it. Uh, just looking at the stats on the PG, uh, on the PGA scoreboard on PGAtour.com, just don't do it. You've got to be there and you've got to invest the time. And, uh, that's a lot of coaches lose their job because the analysis from the player's perspective is, Hey, you just don't have enough time for me. Well, they mm. want all, they want all your time. Yeah. They want everybody your time. 
you're at home, you're having dinner with your family, and that phone rings, you've got to excuse yourself because you've got to protect your spot. You okay. do not want a player to say, hey, this guy, I can never get a hold of this guy. And so what's your biggest time. fear then? What's your biggest fear? Um, I mean, really, there's not, there's not a lot of fears. You know, eventually, you're going to lose your job. Eventually, you're going to go separate ways. Whether it takes one season or it takes, like Colin Swatton, 15 seasons. Eventually, it's over. Um, even a guy like um, Marco Mir and Hank, who Hank had helped him throughout his whole career. When Hank got Tiger, then he didn't have enough time to help Mark. And so Mark went a different direction. So, I mean, you can't figure that. You got to put, there's two different schools of thought. Put all your eggs in one basket and do the best job you can do. Or, and typically players or coaches will do that with a player that they think can go all the way. A player that, uh, that they can really make an impact and has the raw material, has the, the, the ability to go to be number one. Hmm. Um, and then there's the other method. The other philosophy is uh, eggs all over the place. <laughs> you're running around, you're running around, you're trying to help everybody. And I mean, as a PGA coach, you always got to be looking for your next, even if you're all eggs in one basket, you've got to be looking to your next student who you're going to put your eggs in that, in that one basket as well. You've always got to be on the, on the lookout for who's my next student. And uh, I don't think there's a lot of fear. I think there's uh, PGA tour coaches have had success. It's not like they're overnight successes. I mean, these guys have been good coaches for many years. And even if not many years, they've had a lot of success stories. So they think, okay, Hey, you know what? Hey, it just didn't work out with this guy. Uh, I mentioned Sean Foley before. He's helped a lot of tour players that after a couple of weeks, they say, you, you know, a mutual understanding that, hey, this is not going to work out. We just see things differently. And uh, the player wants to go a different direction. And so be it. You know, I mean, Sean Foley is not afraid that he's going to lose all his students. Yeah, that's true. All right. So last question between PGA Tour coach and player relationships. How do you share a tip with a PGA Tour player? Have they? How do you share a tip with a PGA Tour player compared to average players? Because average golfers don't know what they're doing. PGA Tour players have the talent, you know, have the greatest talent in the world. And also, have you ever shared a tip? They didn't buy into the tip and then they played like shit. Uh, well, I mean, everyone's had tips that uh, that they regret throwing out there but with a, with a PGA tour player you've got to you've got to sketch out a scenario and a case to get them to buy into it because you're not just giving them a tip for the day you're giving them a direction for their practice you're giving them a direction for their mind their mindset what they're thinking about what they're rehearsing uh, I always my biggest tips when a player was about to ready to play was just hey let's just rehearse slowly so you can feel it and you can see it. Let's rehearse the impact that you want to create these different shots. And if you can do that, I don't care if you have three loops in your swing. If you can get to this impact that you're creating, that you're practicing, you're going to be able to hit that shot. And then when you get back in, we're going to practice. So um, 
just giving them something that they can take to the golf course because they've got a lot of different a lot of different areas of input where they've their caddy saying something oh just just do it like you used to when you were a kid I mean that's that's got to be the stupidest advice. <laughs> that's so dumb. Don't think about too much. That, Don't think about it. Yeah, that's 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 a, that's number two on the stupid swing thoughts. Don't think about it. Just let it happen. And number three is, hey, I'm just trying to take my hands out of the swing, and I'm thinking, you dumbass. So it's a hand, <laughs> it's a hands game. It's a game that you have to use your hands. Your hands are the only thing that affect directly what that club is doing. Your arms and your body only indirect indirectly affect what the club's doing. Your hands directly affect it. So you've got to think about what are my hands supposed to be doing? Um, you know, I, I've got to think about something. Every player thinks about something every swing. You see it in their practice moves. This is what I'm trying to do. Now, some players are so in love with the practice move that helped them 10 months ago that they're overdoing it. Mm. So eventually those, those practice moves need to be toned down a little bit. They need to be made more uh, neutral in, in, in their application. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's just you got to enjoy it. As a PGA Tour coach, you've got to enjoy it while it lasts because it's not going to last forever. You're, look, you're always looking for your next lesson. And uh, remember what I tell you, eggs in one basket. Look for a coach, whether time is, is the limiting factor. How much time? If I can spend more time with a student, I can affect them more. I can affect the way they think, the way they move the club, the way they approach the game. If I'm just giving them, if I'm watching them on the driving range occasionally, I, I can't have the effect that uh, that I really could. And, and it's sometimes they don't need it. Sometimes they just need uh, a, a little thing to work on, a little direction, and it puts them over the top. And we've seen that with a lot of players. Hey, I just went to so and so today, and uh, he told me to move the ball back an inch in my stance, and that, it put everything together. And uh, so, it's uh, right. it's a it's a great. I mean, I I, I wouldn't have traded it for anything. I, I was lucky enough to get to see the best of the best, the best teacher I've ever been around. Um, and I've been around a lot of them. Uh, Hank is he he's the hardest working, and I'm not just kissing his butt here. He's the hardest working guy I've ever been around. Uh, he after tournaments he would make notes and, and write letters, and this is what I've observed. Uh, because as a coach, I said, "Man, I need to address that when we get in," and you forget about it. Hank, yeah. never, Hank never forgot, mm -hmm. uh, and that's why he's the best. And I think if if Jordan Spieth sought some advice from Hank, I think Hank could really help him. All right, that's interesting. I love the the the, the ins and outs of. Specific things like PGA Tour coach and player relationships in any sport really is just fascinating because people like me are so far on the outside. We'd have no idea what happens on in, inside closed doors or on the driving range or out on the golf course. We, we're not in those relationships. People don't talk about those relationships much. So it's thanks for sharing some of the uh, stuff you did. Sure. Uh, did you see the quote by Mark Steinberg on the Tiger Woods HBO? We're going to wrap up real quick on this. I didn't. You got to fill me in on that. All right. So Tiger Woods' agent, Mark Steinberg, issued a statement Sunday reacting to Tiger, the new two-part HBO documentary that dives into the life of his star client. I'm reading this from the Golf Digest article. End quote, or a start quote. 
Just like the book is based off of, the upcoming HBO documentary is just another unauthorized and salacious outsider attempt to paint an incomplete portrait of one of the greatest athletes of all time, Steinberg said. And the book Steinberg is referring to is Tiger, the 2018 bi- biography written by Armin and Jeff, who uh, who is actually one of the ex- executive producers of the HBO two-part series. So, so what is Steinberg? What is, what is authorized versus unauthorized? What what does that have to do with anything? That's a great question. I wonder. I wonder who could pay Mark Steinberg to get him to say that wasn't an authorized attempt. Well, I mean, a lot of people say that that they have you know famous people that have biographies written about them and say you know hey this was an authorized. Well, an authorized is basically it's it's telling the highlights and and maybe there's some some controversy. Maybe there's some pr- provocative uh, stories and things like that. But an unauthorized that from our perspective as either. Readers of the book or, or viewers of the two-part documentary is—is is it true? Is it truthful? Is it fair? And um, that's one of the things I—I I, I learned about Hank's book, uh, The Big Miss. Is everyone that read it said, "Hey, it was fair." Fans of Tiger Woods that that loved Tiger Woods before the book loved him more after the book. It was just an inside look at, "Hey, this is what makes." The best of the best. This is part of their DNA. This is the way they think. It's different. Believe me, it's a lot different. So Hank's book was an unauthorized biography as well. And it was it was Hank's story. It wasn't Tiger's story. It was Hank's. So it was unauthorized by Tiger, but that doesn't mean squad. I mean, Mark Steinberg, yeah. Mark Steinberg is one of the big spinners and uh, you know, twisters of of the, the truth. When you're listening to Mark Steinberg, there's some ulterior motive in what he says and every time. And you, you cannot believe 100% of what he says. And, what, and I don't know if you can believe 100% of what anyone says, but um, you've got to consider the source is all I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. Consider the source. This is a guy that's made his whole career on one guy. And now he has, he has some other players too, some top-notch players, but... You know, this is his bread and butter is Tiger Woods. And uh, it's, it amazes me that Mark Steinberg has lasted as long as he can. And that's a function of the, the not the coach-player relationship, but the agent-player relationship. And the agents get so entrenched in the deals. And whether they, they continue a relationship with the player or not, they get, they get money based on... Uh, the contracts that they've signed, and some of those are long-term contracts. So players thinking, oh my gosh, I get, I'm going to have to pay this guy 20% of this whole contract to get out of this deal. And they just kind of tough it out. So Yeah. Hmm, interesting. All right. Well, that's going to finish it up on the Hey Kenny podcast. Thanks everyone for listening to the episode 53 of the Saturday Strong with the great predictor, Steve Johnson and Minnesota Tim Parashka. The great predictor was honest. He shared a lot of insights between PGA Tour players and coaches that you don't often hear. So thank you, Great Predictor, for sharing. Have a great rest of your day. Stay safe, stay healthy. Follow all of us on Twitter at Hank Caney, at Great Predictor 1, and at Tim Parashka. My guarantee this week, Brooks Kepka is going to miss the cut, and it's looking good. It's looking great. I just want to put this, I want to make this public. Is we have a big Jimmy John's bet on. I'm saying Brooks <sighs> Kepka is going to 
make the cut. He's going to have a better day today. He's one of the top players in the world. We bet a big 16-incher. 16-incher, yep. Jimmy John's on this, and so we'll let you know what happens. Well, when you come to my wedding, you can deliver that Jimmy John 16-inch sub on, in, in June. Stay safe, stay healthy. Here we go, Steve. Hit bombs, make putts, and leave the flag stick in. Boom. Bye. Let's go. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.